0: So, actually, yes, we have, especially in the Cape Paligama, we are a cliff property. So, we are not a beach resort. So, according to that, we have beautiful overlooking views and also some biodiversity. So, basically, uh, with some migratory birds and some uh, nature, like uh, peacocks and iguanas, mongoose, some beautiful, beautiful migratory birds, like a gro- uh, like uh, the sea eagles we have, and also we have here the kingfishers and the Indian rollers, birds, bo- bo- I mean, bee eaters. My job then.
1: So some of those species we would be very familiar with in charge, because we get a lot of migratory birds as well. So we've got something in common already. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So we're standing here in the front entrance. This is the first port of call for all the guests when they arrive here at Cape Malagama. Yeah. It's where we arrived just a few hours ago. Yeah. It's a lovely open-air feeling, um, a, a little bit colonial, but done sort of with a
0: modern contemporary feeling as well. That's right, ma'am. This, uh, this, uh, the actually, this place has been created by one of Thai company. So uh, that is feel like a little bit of modern place so and also when you get into the property there are a little bit of uh, colonial type as well but it makes very well
1: Wonderful, alright, we're on a little golf buggy now We're going to set off from the uh, open air reception Make a little bit of a U-turn And we're heading towards the first port of call now in the property Which is the restaurant that they've got here at Cape Wallagama As uh, as he did mention, we aren't beachside We are in fact elevated slightly What's the elevation that we have here As we look down into sort of the valley just, just over to my left
0: It's almost about uh, 15 feet uh, from the sea level map because uh, the, in front of the property, we have depth end. Depth end and also, but we have beaches, two separate end of the property. We call them West Beach and the East Beach. So just in front of the property, we have depth end. It's about 15 uh, uh, feet higher from the sea level.
1: Wow. Really breathtaking, but it does give you uh, sort of a sense of scale on how we look down into the valleys surrounding the property here. Waligama, obviously, is at the very southern tip of Sri Lanka. Uh, dotted along, you might be familiar with some of the other uh, well-known beach resorts of Gaul, uh, also Unawatuna, just uh, further north from us. Uh, but it's about a three-and-a-half-hour drive on the highway straight down from Colombo to get here, so relatively short time compared to what it was just about a decade ago before that highway was put in we've now pulled up to the uh, the ocean terrace I believe it was and I can I can see it's just down a few steps in front of me about 15 feet away should we hop off and and have a look at the terrace now so if we hop off the golf buggy I can see that uh, it's a beautiful open air this is sort of a theme I guess with the property it's an open air space as well so you can see right through it and because we are elevated just some 15 feet uh, above the sea level with uh, some cliffs overlooking the ocean There is a sense of uh, openness and of a wide expanse because I can just see the sea right through in front of me uh, through the far windows. Hello, thank you so much. I love the colour of the building, there's accents of wood and then we've also got deep blue paint um, with that extremely contemporary feeling and as we just go through to the other side of the restaurant there's uh, some waves crashing below us and we've got uh, a lovely uh, tropical feeling as well. It's such a a beautiful feeling then to have that open air surroundings, is this the way that the property sort of feels like for most of the year?
0: That's right, that's right, exactly. So, and also Tableau restaurant, a special Tableau restaurant. Can we...
1: I've heard a lot about Tableau restaurant. Helen was telling me about it. What What is the fuss with Tableau restaurant?
0: Yes. Tableau restaurant is special. Uh, the restaurant, uh, who guests who's sitting around the chef. It's a live cooking centre, ma'am. So, a live cooking centre, uh, let's say it's a chef table. Chef is performing every day, evening, 7 o'clock in front of the guests with the six course menu. So, uh, the courses are coming one by one and then... Uh, the guest is uh, having an experience. He's exchanging the, uh, the experience with the chef. If the guests love to cook with the chef, that's also possible. So uh, exchange the recipes. That's also possible. So uh, that kind of things are available here,
1: amazing, so it's your own private chef's table in an entire restaurant I'm standing inside uh, the premises now, it sort of looks like a, a little bit of a, a teppanyaki uh, bar set up with uh, the kitchen right in the middle in an island and then the chairs dotted around, enough space for 12, 4 by 4 by 4 and the back obviously is the entrance in the back of house, but it overlooks that vast expanse with uh, lovely tall meandering uh, coconut trees that shoot up into the sky and uh, sort of wave gently in the breeze and then we can see just to our right we've got some of the other properties as well some of the other suites here and to our left uh that's beautiful as well is that, is that part of the property or are those uh, your
0: neighbors we call it east beach man east beach is the one of safer beach for the the cape Aligum, I guess, and also the public beach so but there are some beautiful overlooking waves and also we are sharing this beach some other two three properties so which is beautiful
1: Oh, amazing, I love Tableau restaurant, I think I might be coming back here a little bit later for something, so I'm excited about that. So that's the Ocean Terrace and Tableau, where are we off to next?
0: And then we are going to the Cape Club, which is the uh, the colony club of the property. Perfect
1: this has more of a colonial feel to it instantly we've got sort of wicker and a rattan feel uh, and then a little notice just here on my side that says mail your cape walagama postcards here without compliments so you can send out some of those postcards that you've got on your desk and in your suite and as i walk in this is this sort of has a reminiscent feel of raffles in singapore it's got um Huge, uh, huge ceiling in front of me with wooden fans. We've also got uh, that lattice sort of uh, feeling as you look out onto the expanse just behind me and the rattan and the wicker furniture as well, just to give it a, a bit of that yesteryear feeling.
0: Yeah, so usually this Cape Club, if there is something special like a football match or something like that, this is a particular place, beautiful place at the evening after 7 o'clock, this is the place. And also this place, we usually serve our afternoon cream tea which is provided by Delma, Delma is our brand, one of brand name, so uh, in between 3 o'clock to 5.30. So guests can come here, guests can enjoy with the afternoon cream tea.
1: Cream tea every afternoon here in the Cape Club. I love that. I think that's something that I might want to experience myself. Beautiful. So we've got three then very different restaurants, very different outlets on the property. Does that cover everything on offer for food and beverage? Not yet.
0: Not yet. Not yet.
1: Not yet. Okay, you've got me surprised. <laughs> right. should we head back to the golf buggy?
0: Yes, please. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also there will be available croquet. You know about the croquet, right? Oh, croquet. With the afternoon tea. <laughs> so if you're very happy to play with the croquet, so you have that option here as well.
1: A little bit of uh, scones and cream and some Dilmar tea and then hop out onto the lawn for a bit of croquet. Nothing says uh <laughs> the, the, the empire is, is still alive and kicking like afternoon tea and a bit of croquet, that's for sure.
2: Now, today, we are going to do a typical Sri Lankan rice and curry session. So, in this, you will be learning how to do the basic Sri Lankan cooking. And I'll be doing today a little bit of prawns, chicken, green beans, and dal, which is lentil. And also, we are going to finish it off with a little bit of coconut sambal.
1: Now, you've been educating me, coconut sambal is something that's not cooked. It's almost like a Sri Lankan version of salsa.
2: Correct. It's just about mixing all the ingredients, adding your lime juice and correcting the seasoning by adding salt. Perfect. I'm so excited to get started. Where do we begin? So, first of all, I will give you the tips of how to marinate your meat and your seafood. How do you basically marinate your meat or your seafood back at home when you're cooking at home?
1: Well, I guess I would have something like a, uh, an oven tray or a glad bag and place my protein inside it and then the appropriate sauces or seasonings mm. and let it sit in the fridge overnight and then cook it the following day.
2: Okay, so you are a person who likes to season your meat or your fish overnight, huh?
1: I guess that's how we do it in New Zealand, so I've just continued to do it. Do you do it differently here in Sri Lanka?
2: Well. It's not exactly overnight, but still it is better if you can keep it overnight. First of all, basic rule, which is not a hard and fast rule, is to bring your meat and your seafood to room temperature before you marinate it.
1: Okay, so rule number one. So we've got this sitting outside in front of us. We have the shrimp in a bowl and we've also got chicken in a bowl. Is that not a little bit dangerous? I mean, how do you manage things like salmonella, which everybody is afraid of?
2: Well, it's about using the most precious ingredients you can ever get. And it's a matter of keeping it to come to the room temperature. You can do it in many different ways if you are really health conscious. How? You put it in a vacuum bag or a zipper bag and slightly keep it open for, in a like lukewarm water situation, running water, so that your meat or your seafood comes to the room temperature really, really fast. Okay, and what's step number two then? And then... Once your meat and your seafood are at room temperature, all the pores opens up. And then when you marinate it, most of your marination goes deep inside. OK, and what are we marinating the shrimp and the chicken with here in front of us? I will show you. So it is basically salt, pepper, turmeric powder, Sri Lankan unroasted raw curry powder. Which has a beautiful, brilliant green color. Yeah, because it is raw. When you cook it, it turns into a darker color. And then dry red chilli powder.
1: okay this sound that you can hear is the mustard seeds that have just been added into that vegetable oil and
2: slightly smoking and you pop your mustard seeds first of all and as the mustard seeds pop it will release all its natural oils into the main oil
1: okay so we've got the mustard seeds in there chef is now reaching for some cinnamon sticks yes and
2: here we go cinnamon and then a little bit of lemongrass and i add a few green cardamom and also a little bit of cloves. Move it around and then add garlic. I love garlic. So add a little bit extra of that and then onions, red onions sliced. Okay.
1: That returns now to the uh, gas stove top. Chef sautes that in the pan as things start to really heat up. This is the base of our curry here that Chef is
2: taking uh, us through. Most common base of the curry. You will literally see all the curries we do, the beginning is the same.
1: And it smells divine. If you can imagine garlic and red onion sauteing on a pan full of oil with those mustard seeds in the background and then accented by the cardamom, the cloves there's also some cinnamon and that lemongrass in there. It's just creating this beautiful aroma in the atmosphere and it's really starting to get my taste buds firing up
2: So actually now when it comes to Sri Lankan cuisine, normally we are cooking at a, a good heat, a high heat let's say and then you saute this onions and garlic And rest of the spices until it reaches to a translucent point. As soon as you see it has reached a translucent point, you add your curry leaves. You add again your dry powder starting off with turmeric powder first. Mix it up and then a little bit of raw curry powder and then dry chilli dry red chilli powder. As soon as you add your curry powder and your red chilli powder you add a little bit of salt. Why? The reason why is so that you will not sneeze in your kitchen while burning chilli. That's why you add salt a small percentage of the recipe at that point.
1: Another secret chef tip there?
2: Oh yes. This always works. like uh, Y'all must have encountered, like, when you're burning chilli, you're uh, coughing and sneezing all around the kitchen, right?
1: I can, I can almost feel it now, tickling my nose. Yeah,
2: so w- when you add salt a little bit, it really, really cuts it down. And helps a lot. It minimises that uh, spicy sensation being releasing to the air. And now I'm adding a bit of green chilli, but I'm going really slow with this for
1: you. I appreciate that, thank you
2: Chef. And then mix it up. And now is the time where we add the chicken when it is nice and golden brown.